Is the black conservative really an anomaly? Who should we vote for during this critical presidential election? These are questions that are burning up the internet. They're burning up conversations all over the country. But we have an answer right here on the Dunamis Word. Listen, call somebody and tell them that Pastor Burnett and the Dunamis Word is on the air. And I believe your blessing is coming to you today. No matter what the circumstances, I believe, yes I believe, I stand on your word, I stand on your promise, I stand on your word, I stand on your promise, my soul says yes, my soul says yes. My faith is weary I believe I believe For I know That you will answer I believe I believe I stand on your word I stand on your Welcome to another edition of the Dunamis Word, and I am your host, Pastor Harvey Burnett. And yes, we are standing on the Word of the Lord. We are standing on His promises. Only He can make everything right. Listen here, I am glad that you have taken the time to join us today. I am excited. I'm just thrilled uh, that you are taking time out of your schedule to enjoy the Lord along with us. Uh, we Listen, let me tell you real quickly how to get a hold of me before I uh, get ahead of myself here. Uh, you can reach us at the Dunamis Word blog at www.bethelburnett, B-E-T-H-E-L-B-U-R-N-E-T-T. That's all one word. Bethelburnett.blogspot, B-L-O-G-S-P-O-T.com. You can go out there and read the blog, read any of the articles that we have and comment on any of the articles um, uh, that we have out there. You can email me with any prayer requests that you have every Sunday we're praying for these prayer requests you can uh, email us at dunamis1 that's d-u-n-a-m-i-s one and that's the number one on your keypad at netzero.com don't write out one o-n-e right type in the number one at netzero.com also you can call us at 309-688-6599 listen I'm probably one of the most accessible people that uh, you can you can have you can reach me any particular by any particular method and I will return all calls yes I will I do work full time but I will return your call if I'm not already in the office thankfully I'm I'm able to do that on occasion so um, also you can um, write us if you have a contribution that you'd like to send in on that blog the dunamis word there's a PayPal link that you can click that PayPal link and you can make any donations that you like. Uh, in addition, there is um, a way that you can mail in your donations and contributions. You can uh, mail in uh, to P.O. Box 6167, Peoria, Illinois, 
That's P.O. Box 6167, Peoria, Illinois, 61601. So you can reach us any number of ways. Listen, uh, we want to get quickly into this particular study uh, this week. This is the second part of the anomaly of the black conservative. We wanted to kind of take a look at this, and I uh, picked apart a uh, particular thought. Uh, of course, we've dealt with a thought earlier in the year uh, that uh, that dealt with a thought of, you know, you're not black if you don't vote for Obama. Uh, this is a sentiment that seems like is flying around this election year campaign. There's many folks that feel like they're being shamed into making a decision uh, to vote for President Obama uh, in this uh, particular election. Then there's others that are just plain out deceived. They seem to think that this man uh, believes the Bible. Um, listen, I, I'm not telling you who to vote for, but if you vote for him, you can't vote for him based on the Bible or biblical beliefs. And that's just the plain truth of the matter. And there's nothing that uh, really that you can say because he has not left any evidence to the contrary. Yes, he'll come back to the black church to get, get votes, to pander for votes. He does that regularly. He had everybody playing, praying for him, laying hands on uh, him. And then uh, at the same time, the first thing he does when he gets in office is he starts instituting policies that are contrary to what those same churches that were praying for him, laying hands on him. Uh, believe uh, he started uh, you know pandering to the gay vote he, in fact now he's one of the most gay affirming presidents that we've ever had uh, you know and I'm not bashing or downing gay folks and you need to understand that I'm not trying to bash anybody I want everybody to live in peace and happiness uh, you know like the song says I don't know who said that uh, uh, Al Green some, somebody I don't know who it was I'm, 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 I'm out of date on my on my soul music but uh but nevertheless love, love peace and happiness okay enjoy that I, I i don't mind but listen don't try to move the goalpost of what's right and wrong you can do your thing just as long as you know it's wrong uh but don't try to convince us that the bible says that what you believe or what you want to do is, is right because that's not how it is now we're living in a day of moral relativism which we'll talk about to an extent today where everybody says well it's my path my path and your path both paths are equal and both paths are just paths are just as good and that is not true there is a way that seems right unto a man but the end thereof are the ways of death there's many different ways to destruction but there's only one way to righteousness and truth and that way is through Jesus and the Bible says that this is a straight and a narrow way so we see uh, that this um, uh, these things are you know true in society society is trying to change the you know they're trying to change the game move the goal move the goalposts and this president has done his fair share of that if you're going to vote for in this presidential election I'm sorry but you can't use religion as a basis for your vote uh, unless you belong to the Mormon church which you can use your religion in that case or uh, unless you are a very extremely liberal and almost non-christian person and that way you can uh, vote your conscience for for President Obama. Well, what what do I mean? Uh, listen, listen, listen to the man talk. Listen to what he has said over the years, how he reinterprets the Bible to suit, uh, how he reinterprets uh, moral issues, how he says that the church, the like I said in uh, uh, part one, the parochial values uh, don't have their 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 place. They should be negotiated away. Now, that's contrary to the Constitution. Parochial values are those values that come from 
faith communities or Christian communities that come from your church, my church, that we learn and we read in the Bible, in the word of God, and we come out and apply those things in life. He said those things are negotiable. Well, uh, the founding fathers said in the founding documents of this uh, uh, country that uh, they held these truths to be self-evident, that that all men were created equal and they were endowed by their creator, their creator with certain unalienable rights, those rights that don't come from the state, those rights that supersede the state, they're transcendent rights, they're rights that we discover, but they are rights that exist simply because the creator has given them to us, not the evolutioner, but the creator has given them to us. Now, that is under challenge nowadays. Uh, Listen, I want you to know that there is no Equation. Wasn't it silly, ridiculous uh, that um, uh, Mitt Romney and the presidential debate talked about what, you know, he may put uh, PBS out or take their funding and whatnot like that. And so everybody's talking about Big Bird's going to be killed. They're killing Big Bird, killing Big Bird. Well, what about the 50 million babies that have been killed since 1973? You're talking about killing Big Bird, a fictitious character, something that's not even real. And you're all up in arms. Oh, oh, Mitt Romney's going to take all the money from from Big Bird. He's going to take the money from PBS. Well, what about 50 million babies? And what about the 13 million that have been exterminated uh, within the black community? And I say exterminated. I know that's a heavy word. Well, take it as heavy. I say exterminated because of the fact of the way that we have approached it. And we've allowed other folks to put their mess on our black community. And now we have the birth rate that is so low that it's not sustaining those who are retiring. We have uh, uh, we've got more folks that are uh, 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 living at an at, at a older age and less folks coming into the workforce to try to support um, the system that we have, the governmental system that we have and the monetary system. We are in a host of trouble because we've killed over 50 million people since 1973 and we're gearing up to kill some more. They're gearing up. They're, they're using con- they're using um, uh, abortion now as a contraceptive and it never should have done been like that. But when you have an organization, Planned Parenthood, whose primary thing is abortion services within the hood and they're marketing to the hood saying uh, based on the the uh, Margaret Sanger who who none of this has ever been recanted nobody has ever come back and corrected any of this don't let them fool you they haven't amended what Margaret Sanger said and she said what she said and she meant it she said that black folks grow like weeds and uh, she said that they need abortion services to control it because she wanted to control the black population it was a control technique and control method and many of us have bought that thing hook line and sinker this president has while he has two beautiful daughters and a beautiful family uh, at the same time he wants to make abortion accessible for others in light of the fact that you know he has his kids uh, i don't believe he would uh, uh endorse those things personally but he you know leaves that door wide open uh to damage others there's other ways uh, you know and they talk about rape and incest okay well rape and incest let's use those arguments you'll find out that less than two percent of all abor- abortions are due to anything similar to rape and incest and you want to talk about medical necessity, you're talking about another half percentage. So you've got wholesale across the board. You've got uh, uh, basically folks killing uh, children, killing viable fetuses, viable babies, maybe some for fear or whatever the case is. But we need to educate and change the moral value, change the moral basis uh, of the country and of individuals. So that's uh, one thing. That argument doesn't even pan out. It doesn't even hold up water. There's a moral value basis that you should use in the decision for president. How do you go about doing this well you've got to look at the morality that's being set before your face how uh, you, you know you can't use the 
uh, uh, the biblical argument. You can't expect either candidate to agree, agree with you on chapter and verse as you interpret it, because they certainly won't have that interpretation. But you've got to look at the moral agenda that's involved. And why is the moral agenda so important? It's important because the moral agenda determines whether truth exists or whether it does not exist. If there is no moral agenda, then truth is an illusion. That's right. Every action that a person does is just um, uh, uh, an illusion. It, there is no right and wrong. It, it could be right. It could be wrong. It does not matter. If there is no moral agenda, then uh, y- you can kill 50 million babies. And that really, you know, doesn't matter. That's just a process of living. It's a process of, of life in America. Uh, but uh, w- when you have a moral basis and moral underpinning and you let that thing uh, come out and guide you in that voting booth, then you you can come to some decisions. Um, you come out of the religious realm, but just look at the moral value agenda that's attached to the decision making. There's more relativism on one side that says that whatever we decide to do is right or whatever we think is right, whatever the strong uh, agree to do is right. Then there's moral absolutism uh, and uh, which says that there is a basis or a root of objective moral values that transcend us, that transcend time, that things that are just right in any possible given situation and or world that um, there is a right and that there is a wrong uh, you, you'll find out that yourself you're either in one or two of those camps and there's variations within either either one moral absolutism and uh, uh, moral relativism and we are facing a classic Uh, battle or example of moral absolutism and moral relativism Uh, you can can talk jobs policy you can talk foreign policy and all that and your moral basis will define how you react in every other um, uh, situation it will define how one reacts to foreign policy it will define how one reacts in job policy it will define what one means when you talk about fairness if you have a moral absolute basis then fair is fair all the time and in every situation but if you have a moral relative basis then fair is only fair when it pertains to you and is unfair when other when somebody else has the advantage in other words when you're receiving money from bill maher it's fair that he talks about people and calls them names such as sarah palin and michelle bachman but uh you know but that's when you're a moral relativist but when you're a moral absolutist uh you know you know that it's wrong either way receiving money or 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 whatever the case is you know that those are that's not the dynamic those are not the words that should be said when it's uh 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 uh, moral relative you only look at what happened to sandra fluke and you say okay well that was wrong so i need to call her uh well moral absolute is right you should have made a call to michelle bachman and sarah palin as well uh when that contributor gave money to the campaign but nevertheless uh these are the things that are happening so what do you have to do in order to be successful in this election? Make a moral agenda choice. Line up your morals. Line up the biblical moral values with your decision to vote. And I believe God will speak to you and tell you who to vote for. One thing about it, the word of God is never wrong. God bless you, my friend. Until next time.